This is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading <coughs> of the Chronological Bible. Episode number 642 where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history. Today, my beloved, we are reading the Song of Solomon, chapter 4, verses 9 through 16. And uh, this is not a passage that I chose. Uh, this is the order in which my daughter, uh, Danielle, is following in the Chronological Bible. However, it's very fitting because I have encouraged and challenged bonafide married couples to uh, get back to having sex for 21 days and uh, and you'll be amazed at what that will do for your relationship uh, God blessed you with it and you should have sex and don't be like these grown men who have not had sex with a woman in over a year. I've never heard of that before. I heard that last night for the first time. This is bad. <clears throat> and some men um, are evidently afraid of women. And, uh, and I don't believe that men ought to blame women for that. Uh, you just have to uh, be a man and have some testosterone and some testicular fortitude uh, on the inside of you to get with a woman and go ahead on and get married and uh, you two have sex together and have some babies together. And the reason why the man brought it up last night, he said, our future looks bleak if men don't rise to the occasion. But anyway, those of you who are married legally and biblically, we're not talking about two men together or two women together. We're not talking about a transgender situation. I felt sorry for a man I heard about in the news. He married or he thought it was a woman and come to find out when they got in the bedroom he was a man. That's, that's demonic. That's sad. That's terrible. And, and look at look at listen to me now. These the plastic surgery and all the stuff these people are doing today. There are some men who can pull it off. Sad to say. So you better be careful. And make and then and then all they're going to say when they're lying in the bed with the penis is, oh, I, I, I thought I thought you were okay with that. I, I'm I still love you, nigra. You better get the heck out of here. But there's some, so be careful today, because there's some people so wicked and evil that they will they will try to trick you. You didn't know any different, so why why are you all upset now? Their minds are 
demon controlled and twisted see and you got men out here today not getting with women and I guess the women are not getting with the men and and both uh, sexes I, I guess are just masturbating looking at pornography which is uh, which is soul destructive it's going to destroy your spirit and your soul doing that you never you will never have the joy of the Lord uh, doing that you have a momentary pleasure but but not the real deal and see and that's no comparison to having sex with a human being for real no comparison anyway uh, go and do likewise uh, replenish the earth like God told you have sex and let the babies come don't kill the babies Song of Solomon chapter 4 verses 9 through 16 Thou hast ravished my heart my sister and that's what I'm not supposed to say anything but that's what men that's what she ought to do for you your woman ought to do for you anyway you have thou hast ravished my heart my sister my spouse thou hast ravished my heart with one of thine eyes with one chain of thy neck how fair is thy love my sister my spouse how much better is thy love than wine now that's a that's some great love forgive me and the smell of thine ointments than all spices thy lips O oh my spouse drop as the honeycomb honey and milk are under thy tongue and the smell of thy garments is like the smell of Lebanon a garden enclosed is my sister my spouse a spring shut up a fountain sealed thy plants are an orchard of pomegranates with pleasant fruits campfire with spinknard spinknard and saffron calamus and cinnamon with all trees of frankincense myrrh and aloes with all the chief spices a fountain of gardens a well of living waters and streams from Lebanon awake O north wind and come thou south blow upon my garden that the spices thereof may flow out let my beloved come into his garden and eat his pleasant fruits shall we pray Holy Father God I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ thank you for your amazing word and I pray that you'll help us to read it with great joy to hide it in our hearts and uh, to apply it to our lives even this passage and this book for it is needed in so many marriages across this country and around the globe in a very real sense and I do thank you Lord for the Song of Solomon love banquets we used to have years ago 
And Lord, we thank you for Sister Rose from Jamaica who made some of the greatest Jamaican food and catered our banquets. And uh, thank you for your word. And we give you the glory, praise, and honor. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and forsake. Amen. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead service family members, my beloved. Uh, this is Daniel White the Third, President of Gospel Light Society International, with the Scripture and the Sense podcast number 1008, where I simply read the Word of God and give the sense of it based on an authoritative commentary source, such as the Bible Knowledge Commentary and or the Matthew Henry commentary. My beloved, this podcast is based upon Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 8, where it says Ezra and the Levites read in the book in the law of God distinctly and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading. The aim of this podcast, my beloved, is that through the simple reading of the Word of God and the giving of the sense of it. It is my humble prayer that the church would be revived and the world would be awakened and saved from the wrath of God to come. Today, dear friends, we are reading Matthew chapter 1 verses 18 through 23. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. But while he thought on these things, Behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary the wife, Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet saying behold a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel which being interpreted is God with us. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, I just read in your hearing Matthew chapter 1 verses 18 through 23. Now here is the sense of it. Here is the understanding of it. And by the way, 
to understand it better if you didn't get saved in the first presentation of the gospel remember that Jesus Christ said for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life now Dr. Matthew Henry says about this powerful passage let us look to the circumstances under which the Son of God entered into this lower world till we learn to despise the vain honors of this world when compared with piety and holiness. The mystery of Christ's becoming man is to be adored, not curiously inquired into. It was so ordered. By the way, I've never heard anybody say that before. Very, very powerful. It was so ordered that Christ should partake of our nature, yet that he should be pure from the defilement of original sin, which has been communicated to all the race of Adam. Observe, it is the thoughtful, not the unthinking, whom God will guide. God's time to come with instruction to his people is when they are at a loss. Divine comforts most delight the soul when under the pressure of perplexed thoughts and issues and attacks. Joseph is told that Mary should bring forth the Savior of the Lord. He was to call, or rather, Savior the Savior of the world, he was to call his name Jesus, a Savior. Jesus is the same name with Joshua, and the reason of that name is clear. For those whom Christ saves, he saves from their sins, from the guilt of sin, by the merit of his death, his burial, and his resurrection, from the power of sin, by the Spirit of His grace. <clears throat> In saving them from sin, He saves them from wrath and the curse. And all misery here and hereafter. Christ came to save His people not in their sins, but from their sins. And so to redeem them from among men, to Himself who is separate from sinners, Joseph did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him speedily without delay and cheerfully without dispute by applying the general rules of the written word we should in all the steps of our lives particularly the great turns of them take direction from God and we shall find this safe and comfortable shall we pray holy father god i praise you and i thank you so much for this time of uh, uh, devotions help us to remember your holy word and help us to pray not only now but throughout this night and to continue to pray without ceasing to take heed to the parable that you gave lord jesus christ to this end and to this purpose and to this aim that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Continue instant in prayer and to pray always. 
and to obey your holy word no matter how we feel or no matter how we're, no matter what we're going through in Jesus Christ's name I do pray and for a shake amen <clears throat> I wish I could sing, because if I could, I would say glory, glory, hallelujah, since I laid my burden down, glory, glory, hallelujah, since I laid my burden down. <coughs> Pardon me. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we go to what I have dubbed the family versus. The devil hates this passage, and people hate it too. Because they believe that marriage and family belongs to them. Nothing belongs to you. Everything belongs to God. And having a marriage and a family is a blessing. Uh, even if you have family members who turn out to be Judases or deserters or uh, deniers, it's, it's okay. Uh, whatever part of the family life you enjoy, thank God for that. For in this world, as the wisest man who ever lived said, two is better than one. And so uh, I, I recommend, I, even if you have a bad marriage, as so many people do, I highly recommend marriage between a man and a woman. It is the greatest thing on earth outside of salvation through Jesus Christ. Okay, now and to keep it together, uh, you need to do it God's way because he's the one who made marriage Ephesians chapter 6 Verses 10 through 20 and We read three yesterday, so we're going to pick up on number four But but for context sake, let's read the first three again Very important that you get these verses if you want your marriage to stay together and succeed because if you miss this, well, preach, I thought these were spiritual warfare verses. I know, that's what I've heard too. But you got to read the, the Word of God in context. God told me a long time ago, this right here is a part of my family verses. Because you will get more satanic warfare attack from your family and in your family than anybody else in the world. Don't you ever forget that. Your worst enemies, as Jesus Christ said, would be in your own household, your own family members. Okay? Do not deceive yourself and do not act foolishly, foolishly as so many sweet evangelicals do, trying to make it a wonderful, sweet, happy thing when it's not. And you know it's not. In fact, you got people in your family who are demon-possessed, <coughs> demon-controlled, and if you don't pray like you're supposed to and rebuke like you're supposed to and chastise like you're supposed to, the devil will take your family over and destroy it. So, remember these verses. Finally, my brethren, 
Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles pardon me, of the devil. <clears throat> For we wrestle not, and this is the money verse, if you will, that I want you to get. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Don't get defeated and discouraged with human beings. Be the, and especially your family members. Saying like the Beatles sometimes, let it be, let it be, let it be, oh, let it be. You whisper words of wisdom, let it be. There's some things you cannot control. Let it be. And don't let the devil defeat you or get you to the point where you want to divorce and separate and run away from your marriage that God gave you. And here's how you do it. You need to understand that your spouse and your wife, your spouse that is, your husband and wife, uh, are not the only ones in your marriage. God is there if you're saved and he'll help you. But you need to understand the devil is there too. And he will pick and he will do things to try to make you all hate each other. I, you mark my word, when you get to heaven you're going to find out the main reasons why you got divorced, you Christian people, and remarried and all of that foolishness which is, is double hell on your life going forward. There are people right now who, you take Brad and Angelina, they're going on 10 years fighting a divorce, uh, fighting in, in, in the divorce court. And now lies are cropping up. I don't believe Angelina one bit that that man uh, choked her in a, on an airplane and slapped the children on the airplane. I don't believe that. Angelina has never said that before. But see, this, these are the kind of lies that will come out when folks are trying to get you for something. I don't know what's going on. Uh, divorce and remarriage will be the negative gift that keeps on giving. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. The only reason why that my wife and I are still married tonight after almost 35 years is by God's grace, prayer, and this verse. I had to make a decision in dealing with her because I know for a fact my wife has been demon possessed and uh, every weekend I see I still see the demon possession you don't know because you don't live here my children every last one of them have seen it and my daughter Danny used to ask as a little girl why won't mommy just go ahead on and obey, obey and do what she's supposed to do and all, here's what I said I, I said Danny as a little girl all I can say is this is uh, stupid to me I didn't call her stupid. I said, this is stupid. That, I mean, just, just stuck on stupid. Uh, because, and, and, and I realized that it's demon possession, demon oppression. I know my sweet evangelicals don't like to hear it. All of you have uh, portrayed your family as sweet, wonderful, and dandy, sweet little evangelical Christians, and, 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 and you love each other, my honey bunch, my sweet thing, and all of that bull. 
and, and, and now we found out you were swinging, uh, committing adultery. You had several side pieces on both sides. You're swinging uh, in the marriage with a trustee uh, member, board member, deacon board. The board ought to be put on them. And you're homosexual, you're bisexual, you got you a, a, a young woman who goes in the bed and lies in the, in the middle of you, and the man uses her and you use her. In the church, the devil is a lie. You're contemplating becoming a transgendered devil. Okay, all kinds of mess is going on in your sweet little evangelical marriage and family, and God has exposed you, and that's why you're mad at me. For being a mouthpiece for your exposure, you hypocrite, you phony, and you fake. <clears throat> the people who, who are coming after me and trying to use even my children are in my own family, in uh, the church that they used to go to or still go to, and people in the world. They're, getting, they're coming after me on three points. Number one, I'm against homosexuality and homosexual marriage and transgenderism and uh, uh, drag queens and everything else that goes with it. Sodomites. They, they chose the, the name LGBTQ. That was a strategy. Let's tell, let's tell everybody we're LGBTQ. So it kept on going on and on. They, they added a plus to it. LGBTQ plus. You know what that means? It's what Jesus called you, you. You have legions of demons in you. That's what it means. And then I got uh, uh, the other group that comes against me are women who are hell-bent on being the man. Uh, and they, can, they cannot stand uh, that the man is the head of the household. And, uh, and, they, and, 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 and they want to remove the man, the patriarchy. And, and they'll use anybody, people in my family, uh, in so-called churches, they all over the country, they're coming after me on that. And the third thing they're coming after me on is Black Lives Matter. The devil is a lie. They mad at me this week for applauding uh, uh, ye for wearing a shirt that says White Lives Matter. My, and I said, before he did that, I said, weeks before he did that, most black people don't have time for that uh, foolishness. Uh, anybody with any discernment knows it was a uh, scam from the get-go. And the, and the people who are in Black Lives Matter, guess what they're, they're against? They are for homosexuality. They're for transgenderism. They are for homosexual marriage. They are for uh, uh, teachers uh, raping the minds of children and turning them into homosexuals and sodomites. And they are against a man being the head of their household. And if I have to stand alone, I'm going to stand alone on the word of God. Because I know it's right. And if people would obey the word of God and submit to the word of God, they would realize the blessings that come from the word of God. And so you need to understand that the devil is going to come after you through your so-called loved ones, your family members. And, and why? Because he's played this strategy before. He has used this playbook for many, many years. And Jesus Christ is the one who revealed Satan's playbook. Attack the family. 
attack somebody who is close to him. He'll bend. He'll break. If you get a hold of his wife, Miss Jezebel, get a hold of his oldest daughter, oldest son, and, and, and get them to be angry with him, he'll break. He'll crumble. Or she will crumble. This is real life, people. You need to get this passage. But against principalities, you're dealing with some powers, some devils, some demons from hell. And Jesus has already confronted them before you. And so he can help you get through it. Against principalities. Against powers. Against the rulers of the darkness of this world. Against spiritual wickedness. In high places. Wherefore take unto you the whole arm of God. That ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand. I don't know. I know now why I prayed the way I prayed this morning. But. Uh, this was supposed to be an evil. Disruptive day. Disruptive day. The devil was. Was plotting it and planning it. He's the one doing it behind the scenes. And I say that because of the way things are being done. And you need to be prepared for the evil day. Because they're going to come. And another one's going to come here in about probably, I guess, 20 days from now. Maybe. Uh, thereabouts. It's already plotted and already planned. You say, well, preacher, are you willing to lose your wife and your children and, 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 and not... Uh, uh, crumble under their, their demonic pressure? Yes, I am. Because I know I have done what God has called me to do for them. And I know that I'm doing what God has called me to do for thousands of other people. And God knows it. And they know it. And if they want to allow the devil to use them, this includes my wife. Who she has allowed the devil to use her every day since we've been married to try to keep me from doing what I'm doing tonight and do you know this is almost my seventh year preaching nearly every day with the help of my children why wouldn't the devil attack them and try to turn their hearts and minds against me I'm prepared for it one of the reasons why I'm prepared for it myself as I told uh, a friend today I raised these children by myself even though my wife was in the house she didn't, she didn't rise to the occasion, but by God's, God's grace, I did. And I raised them the way God wanted me to raise them. And even my sister-in-law, she just commented, your children are just wonderful. Every last one of them. They are, she, she said they're wonderful. They're, they're really great kids. You know why? Because I raised them to be great kids. You know why my daughter Danny is driving a Mercedes and living in a mansion? being able to help her children, I mean her, her her siblings, because she and my daughter Danita, they rose to the occasion when their mother fell down flat on the fa on her face and helped me raise these children. So that's why I'm very comfortable and very happy. I want I wanted to see the children get out from under their mother, their unloving mother. I, I'm very happy that they're back with Danny and Anita.
very happy about it. But I don't want them to over, uh, to use uh, my sister-in-law's phrase today. She said respectfully she don't want to overstay her time. And I don't want my, my younger children to overstay their time with their sister. Uh, because uh, my daughter Danny will, uh, she, she, she does not play. And she will put somebody in their place just like that. And Danita, Danita will not do it verbally. She'll just go in her room and close the door. And that, that means she's through dealing with you. So, you, you, you know, you don't want to, <laughs> you don't want to mess with them. You, you need to go ahead and get your job, get your own place. They'll help you. And you go out and move out as soon as you can. And that's why I kept them as long as I did, because I wanted my oldest daughters to, because they helped me big time in making sure the children were fed and making sure the children were taken care of. Big time. And I appreciate it. And I appreciate what they're doing now. But I kept them as long as I could to, so that they could be free, footloose and fancy free, and have fun and travel and hopefully get married and all of that. They didn't get married. And so when, all, when the last child became of age, I, had, I told them this last year, this may be our last birthday together. So let's go ahead and have it. I remember very clearly uh, uh, on saying that on several occasions. And so God has shown me great favor, and that favor has been passed over on to my children. And I pray that they will not mess it up, because God has a way of taking it away. Stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth. Stay in the word, believe the word, obey the word, and having on the breastplate of righteousness. And then we'll pick up verse 15 tomorrow night. If the Lord should tarry his coming and we live. And I want to tell you how God works. Now, I was going to stay in the bed pretty much all day today. But for some reason, God told me to get up and go ahead on and do some work and get some serious work done. And, and pray first and have a bowl of oatmeal. And that's what I was going to do. Uh... But then God got me into the praying mode. And man, I, I mean, I prayed some things I have never prayed before. God had spoken to my heart. Something was brewing. And something still is brewing. But I want to encourage you to pray without ceasing so that God can tell you what's brewing. So that you're not surpri surprised and you're not shocked. So let's pray together. And pray for others. Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray, Lord, for all people who name the name of Christ. Forgive us of our sins of disobedience, rebelliousness, Forgive us of our sins, Lord, of disobeying your great commandment and your great commission. As Christians all over the world. And Lord, we pray now that you would comfort millions, but comfort these few by name 
who are still hurting from the coronavirus plague and many other things now. Lord, we pray for the family and friends of New Hampshire resident Doreen Brado. We pray for the family and friends of Iowa resident Ellen Koch. We pray for the family and friends of New Jersey resident Robert Schultz. And Lord, we pray for all of the people who have sent in prayer requests in the past, in the thousands. And we pray, uh, Lord, for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings upon all of these uh, people. And thank you for thousands of answers to prayer. We pray for PTK. Please help him to fear you and give him wisdom. We pray for Zita. Please deliver him, his sisters, and his brother from overeating and uh, help them to, and daughter, that is, from overeating and help them to have healthy relationships with food. And Lord, we all need that prayer request. So we pray it for us as well. Uh, that is favored by you. And Holy Father God, we pray for Pastor Bushibi. Thank you, Lord, for the great services that they're having in all of their churches. And Lord, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for souls to be saved and people to be healed and delivered. Please bless and provide for the widows. Please bless the youth seminar, revival, and open-air market. Please provide them with the ten slash iron sheets supply for Nashanda church roof save the witch doctors who are trying to hinder their efforts we pray Lord for the people who have gotten saved through the preaching of the gospel through this ministry we pray Lord for Elijah Spencer Thomas Peter Charles we pray for the people who have recommitted their lives to you we pray for Frederick Anthony J Baptiste Jonah and Aletta we commit these souls into your hands as well as ours. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and forsake. And Lord, save those who are lost. Revive those who are saved. Thank you for giving me the strength to preach the gospel earlier. And I pray that here at the end, for those who may have missed it, they would believe in you, Lord Jesus Christ, and be saved before it is eternally too late. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, I preached a full gospel message earlier. If you missed it, please uh, listen to the podcast. Uh, but let me say this to you before I go, because we may not make it into tomorrow. For God so loved the world, Jesus Christ said. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shall be saved pray and ask him to come into your heart and to save your soul and he will do so for the Bible says for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved uh, dear friend pray a prayer like this repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart Believing in your heart in Jesus Christ, who died for your sins, who paid your sin debt, was buried, and rose on the third day by the power of Almighty God. Follow me in prayer, phrase by phrase, and mean it from your heart. 
Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner and that I have done evil in your sight. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins. My failures and my faults. As I now believe in uh, my heart and with my spirit and mind in you. Lord Jesus Christ. Please come into my heart and save my soul tonight. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to change and help me to repent of all of my sins and to follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Dear friends, go to gospellightsociety.com if you just got saved and pick up my free book titled What to Do After You Enter Through the Door and read it and it'll give you the next steps uh, on your journey of faith with Christ and, uh, and that it will help you to become a strong disciple of Christ. God bless you dear friends until next time as the music plays.